Welcome to Catholic Views. I'm your host, Renee Kranz. On today's show, we have Deacon Pat Darrington here with his wife, Jane. They're going to tell us the story of how Deacon Pat got his call to the diaconate and a bunch about their family. And um, we just learned all kinds of stuff about them. So it's a great interview. I hope you'll stick around for it. We have Dr. Bergwald here first, of course, to give us some biblical bites with Dr. B. I think they're Packers, aren't they? No. Well, he didn't say so. We talked uh, about them being from Wisconsin didn't. and that we were Packers fans and had gone to Green Bay. And he did not say that he they were Packers fans. He didn't buy it that at all. Huh? They're not from there originally. So I don't, oh. I don't to, believe we that. We need to specify. I was in the room. There's no we are Packers fans here. So I know, Ryan you're, and I, I know you're talking about you. Ryan and I. Just, <laughs> so we Bill clarify. Bill a Bears fan for all of you nice. out there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to hearing the interview. Yeah. It's so, really great. Great. So Renee, mm-hmm. Bill Bites with Dr. B. What is today? It's the eighth Sunday? Bill? Let me go grab a book and check. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Running out of the room. (laughs) Yes, it is. It is indeed. You You got to find the right question to ask him. I know. Uh, What's next Sunday, Renee? Uh, It is the first Sunday of Lent. (laughs) Very nice. Because Ash Wednesday is Wednesday. As opposed to Tuesday, for instance. Right. Thursday, it's yeah. Wednesday. Uh, so it is the eighth Sunday in ordinary time. So this is the last Sunday in the ordinary time cycle until after Easter. <laughs> what? What? When do we start ordinary time again? After Easter. No. Well, what's after Easter? Summer? <laughs> after the Easter season? Yeah. When does the Easter season end? I don't. Pentecost. Pentecost. Oh. oh. Wow. My brain is not engaged, wow. apparently. Good thing Bill's got me over there. <laughs> so we're, it's an ordinary time. <laughs> then we start Lent here coming on on um, this Wednesday, as you already said. So the gospel, though, um, we've, again, been hearing from uh, Luke's account of Jesus's sermon on the- Sermon on the plane. And there's a part in here which mirrors- uh, Matthew's Sermon on the Mount that is worth talking about. Um, Luke 6, 39 through 45 is the gospel reading. I'm going to pick up a couple verses in though. Why do you notice the splinter in your brother's eye, but do not perceive the wooden beam in your own? How can you say to your brother, brother, let me remove that splinter in your eye when you did not even notice the wooden beam in your own eye? You hypocrite, remove the wooden beam from your eye first. Then you will see clearly to remove the splinter in your brother's eye. So right there, Renee, from Jesus' own words. Is the is the beam in my eye hitting you? Do not <laughs> judge. No, in fact, he was more explicit last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't. We talked about something else last week, but um, last last Sunday's uh, selection from the Sermon on the Plain: um, "Do not judge, lest you be judged." Mm-hmm. So there you have it. You're not supposed to be judgmental. You Catholics are so judgmental. You and I just talked about this on ignition. We just did a tiny little bit the other we day. We did. So, so what, what's going on here, Renee? What's what's Jesus's point? His point is that you are you can go ahead and certainly help your neighbor, but you should probably check yourself first. Okay. So, and I think the way that yeah, and and we have talked about this. So the the key there, I think a couple of keys uh, you touched on. You can go ahead and help your neighbor. Help your neighbor. Mm-hmm. Not so, not beat up your neighbor be, over what his problem is, right? You little whatever. No, we, we're this is this is love, mm-hmm. right? This is about um, fraternal correction. Um, one of the spiritual works of mercy is to instruct the ignorant, but there's one about uh, 
offering fraternal correction. I can't, the, the phrase is escaping Escaped me right you? now. Yeah. But we're, we're called out of love mm-hmm. to. Correct. Is it correct, your neighbor? No, uh, I can't. No, something see, like now you that. have me something trying to figure sinner. it out. Something yeah. this, not rebuke the sinner. Anyway. So, so we're we're called to do that, but but the, it's done with tenderness and mercy, right? Right, uh, and and Jesus, because Jesus doesn't say, um, "Don't worry about your other or your neighbor's eye; just worry about the beam in your own." Right. No, he's saying, "Take care of the beam in your own eye, so that mm-hmm. you're then more able to help your neighbor." Right. So this oftentimes is totally misconstrued as well. Jesus says, "Judge not." Right. No, no, no. Jesus said, "Don't be hypocritical." Mm-hmm. Uh, and other contexts, he's telling us, ha- be be merciful. And part of being merciful is helping your neighbor mm-hmm. when they have a fault, mm-hmm. when there's something wrong. What if you can only get your log down to a splinter? Is that okay? <laughs> I, I think, so, the, I mean, he's being very exaggerated, right, right in the thing, um, saying, like, if if your fault is uh, more massive, then, then you should address that first. But we'll never be perfect. Right. So if you're waiting to be perfect before you're able to offer fraternal correction, uh, oh, you're never, never going happen. to do it. Yeah. So, I, again, Jesus is not saying don't judge, period. He's saying judge with love and mercy and tenderness after you've attended to your own fault. I think that's really important for us to remember, especially at this time of year. Amen. Thanks, Dr. B. You bet. In the studio with me today is Deacon Pat Darrington and his lovely wife, Jane. Welcome, you guys. Thanks for coming in and talking to us today. Thank Welcome. You Thank you for asking. Yeah. It's a really cold day here as we're recording. When you hear this, likely it will be warmer. So Hopefully. <laughs> These guys don't care. They're from Wisconsin. But <laughs> we'll hear more about that in a little bit. So I asked them to come in to tell us about um, uh, how Deacon Pat got his call to be a, become a deacon and how that's been for them as a, as a married couple, what kind of stuff he does as a deacon. So we're just going to have a little conversation about that. Okay. Should be good. Okay. So, um, uh, Deacon Pat, would you, I should ask you, do you prefer Deacon Pat or Deacon Darrington? Deacon Pat. Deacon Pat. Okay. So Deacon Pat is the deacon at my parish at Holy Spirit in Sioux Falls. So my par- the people at my parish really get roped into this stuff a lot. So <laughs> I should have warned you a long time ago. You may have to come on here sometime. <laughs> so will you just tell us a little bit about your guys' background, your family? Where'd you come from? Okay. Well, we uh, this August we will have been married fifty-two years. Oh wow! We have uh, four children. Mm-hmm. Our three oldest boys live on the West Coast. Our daughter, our baby, lives in Harrisburg oh, with two of our good. seven grandchildren. Uh, we've uh, lived around. I was in the service uh, for seven years. Mm-hmm. We lived outside of Omaha in town Bellevue, Nebraska, okay. and. Um, then we moved to Wisconsin. We were in Nebraska for 22 years, moved to Wisconsin, northwest Wisconsin for 20 years, and then we moved here in uh, 2016. Okay. Um, so you really haven't been in Sioux Falls that long? Not really. You know, it, Is this your first time in South Dakota? Uh, yes and no. Okay. Jane is from Emory-Bridgewater area. Oh, okay. And we were married in St. Peter's Church in, in Farmer, Okay. which is, is no longer right, a right. church anymore. Uh but uh, no, you know we've been back and forth to uh, to South Dakota. Um, but my background, I was uh, after leaving the Air Force, I was in healthcare for thirty years. Oh, okay. Uh, and then I went into financial services for ten years before we moved to uh, uh, Sioux Falls here. 
Um, and I'll let you let Jane tell you where what what she yeah. what she has yeah. done. Besides, so she's a South Dakota girl. Where did, before you start, Jane? Where did you grow, grow up? I I was born in Central Illinois. Oh, okay. But, but my family moved, and so I lived in uh, Southern Texas, Southern Illinois, um, Indiana, uh, Tennessee. Oh so, Military family. No, no. Uh, okay. Natural. My dad was a was a was a pipeliner. Oh, natural okay. gas so pipeline. So moved around quite sure. Right. So sense. we followed the Mississippi up and down sure. uh, the country. Interesting. So. Okay. So Jane. Yes. Well, where did you, you grew up in South Dakota? Yes, yeah. my first parish was St. Stephen's. Okay, and I love the old church. I just, yeah. you know, those old churches that aren't there anymore. Mm-hmm. St. Stephen's. I was uh, until sixth grade, and then my family, my parents, uh, moved a little, a few miles to a different farm, and then we were parishioners at St. Martin's. Okay, and, and in Emory, which now they have share one pastor, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And then my folks were able to buy a farm close to Farmer. And uh, so I graduated from high school from, from there. Sure. Okay. And uh, was privileged to go to Mount Marty College, and it oh. was through college that uh, that you met. We met, mm-hmm. yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was just going to ask you how you two met. but Yeah. Yes. yeah. I was in school at, at St. Ambrose in Davenport. Oh, okay. And we were we were both involved uh, in different ways in the religious affairs of uh, of our schools, mm-hmm. and we had a joint conference. Uh, was on my the weekend of my twenty first birthday, <laughs> which was kind of an interesting way to celebrate twenty first birthday. But yes, it, it proved is. to be it proved to be probably very, wise. <laughs> I was I I, had, I didn't know I was going to be that smart, but uh, <laughs> but they, it worked out well and. Uh, so. And at that time, probably the drinking age wasn't 21. It was probably 18, wasn't it? No. No, no was it 21? No, it was oh, I'm 21. I'm making you older. Than, I'm sorry. So that, <laughs> <laughs> that was it very, was, that was, it was 18 after that. But yeah, it was 21. So it was in a nice way to celebrate my yeah. 21st. Yeah. One of the times I celebrated my 21st birthday. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and now, so you said you have three children on the West Coast. Where are they on the West Coast? Uh, San Diego. Mm-hmm. Our, our youngest son is a physician in San Diego. Okay. Our uh, oldest son lives in San Jose. Okay, uh, and uh, he's been he's worked with several uh, startup companies mm-hmm. in uh, in uh, the Silicon Valley. Okay, and our our all uh, that computer stuff. Yes. That yeah. I don't understand. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and our and our second son lives uh, has a, a a farm a hobby farm uh, outside of uh, Eugene, Oregon. Oh, okay. So lives oh, out in the woods, there. which is yeah. similar to where we lived in Wisconsin. Sure. But sure. we don't. They don't have trees in Wisconsin. They have forests. You're exactly right. I yeah. love Wisconsin, though. Oh, it's I've been beautiful. there many times. I'm a Packers fan, so we've yeah. been back and forth to Green Bay several times. Oh, yeah. And it's okay. such a beautiful area. I just love it. I haven't you, been to northern Wisconsin yet. We'll get there probably one of the next times. You should so. do it on the way back. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. From Green Bay. <laughs> all right. So let's talk a little bit about. Um, you haven't been a deacon all that long. <clears throat> Right, you were ordained in two thousand nine, if yeah, I remember two, right. Two thousand nine in the Superior Wisconsin Diocese. Okay, um, so can you tell us when did you receive the call? Like how how did this come about? Because there's always usually there's usually a pretty good story behind this, especially when it involves a couple. Yeah, well, when we lived in Nebraska, I think I think it started way back in in the, in the mid seventies mm-hmm. uh, when I was in the service. We moved to Nebraska. Uh, we had. Uh, two children, and we became very much involved in the renewal in our parish in in Bellevue at St. Mary's, mm-hmm. and that was probably it was a turning point for me spiritually. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but the call didn't really come. I began to sense something uh, 
oh, I don't know, five, 10 years, sometime after we had that experience. Um, but I just was not ready to make make the the leap of faith. Right. Um, and then when we moved to Wisconsin, um, we were involved, uh, we were in, in a parish, and there was a uh, a deacon, a permanent deacon there that mm-hmm. Mike was, had been ordained just a couple of years, and there was there was uh, one of his homilies. Uh, I just felt that he was just talking to me, and it's a it was like disconcerting, okay, isn't it? <laughs> okay, yeah, it's you know it is you know, but it's it's very you know it's, it's very comforting, yeah, uh, because I heard that call and and uh, it was it was really very very clear, mm. um, so that was probably two thousand four, okay. 2005, okay. and then we had three years or four years of formation mm-hmm. in Wisconsin mm-hmm. uh, and ordained in August of 2009. Okay. Um, and then, so you were an active deacon in a parish uh, in Wisconsin before you came here? Actually, two different parishes. Okay. One in New Richmond and the other one in a small town, uh, Amory. Okay. Similar to Emory, but it's sure. Amory. <laughs> um, and that was where we lived before, for, that's where we lived for 22 years okay. before we moved to okay. Sioux Falls. Did you do any kind of other service as a deacon, or was it just in the parishes at the time? It was. I was basically just assisting at mass. Right. Uh, we were involved with with uh, RCIA. Oh, okay, sure. And well, uh, that, I can see you good with that. Like oh, that seems to be a good fit for you. Oh, I, yeah. Thank you. Uh, yeah. RCIA, and then we worked with 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 couples. Mm-hmm. Um, um, uh, premarital, uh, I guess, baptismal prep. Mm-hmm. But I was still working full time. Not oh, in the sure. church. Sure. Uh, so that's what we were doing together. Um, you can only do so much when you're working a regular job, too, which is kind of the deal with deacons for it, and sometimes well, only for a, for a short amount of time, and then you retire. And it yeah. it is, you know, in in Northwest Wisconsin, the the a clergy shortage we felt that years ago. Okay, sure. And so they were clustering parishes, and some deacons were serving as parish life coordinators. Okay. With uh, with the with the priest being the sacramentalist, sure. but also. Uh, but there was, you know, so there was kind of a transition time mm-hmm. uh, in was in Wisconsin. Sure, sure, okay. Well, our pastor, uh, when we moved to the church in Amory, our pastor was in not in good health and getting ready to oh. retire, and so you know, Pat was doing everything that a parochial vicar would do right. other than, you know, saying mass. Right, right. So, yeah, you know, we together supported Father and uh, just grew to love the parish a lot. And right. So yeah. it was hard to leave. But, oh, I bet it was. I bet it was. So, Jane, we knew it was right to do. Yeah. So what was it like for you when Pat came to you and said, hey, I'm thinking about being a deacon? <laughs> oh, that was no new news. Okay. What he didn't say <laughs> is uh, the weekend that we met, he was actually officially a seminarian. Oh, okay. And so our discussion was, what are we going to do with our life? <laughs> and he's saying, I don't think that I'm called to be a priest, mm-hmm. you know. I love the Lord and I feel his call, but I feel called to a family. And I'm saying, oh my goodness, I love working, you know, with uh, the church. And so, so we that, just had all of this deep stuff. It wasn't right. like, oh, what movie did you watch last week? <laughs> you know, or what game did you play? Oh, that's no, beautiful, we had, though. Yeah, we had serious conversation and uh, we had a long distance relationship, uh, which enabled us to have very serious 
uh, letter writing. You know, that sure. time it was that you right. could FaceTime. Right. Right. So, um, yeah, it was a wonderful year. And no, I was not at all surprised. And um, Did you have so, any concerns? No, I no? didn't. Okay. No, I didn't. Because um, God had waited until the time when our children were graduated oh, from high sure. school. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the two children who came with us to Wisconsin, because the other ones were older, mm-hmm. the two children that came with us to Wisconsin were very active. And so we were very active parents. You mm-hmm. know, we were there supporting whatever, whatever. And so then when Kathleen left for college is when we started started in the formation yeah Mm -hmm. and and you know and that takes one week and a month you're gone for friday night and saturday night and so the timing was right you know the the timing was just right and no i i was not concerned i just trusted and and um in some ways was felt part of the call you know. Right, right. Because really, for deacons, the wives are part of the call typically. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, they they have to. They're involved in the in the commitment part, mm-hmm. um, uh, agreeing that this is their their you know discerned as well. Mm-hmm. But during the years of formation, Jane attended all the classes, so oh, okay. she is she is as as well educated uh, or even more so than mm-hmm. I am. Except I didn't <laughs> have to write the assignments. <laughs> <laughs> But but you know but but that was really that was really a, a way I think that drew us closer together right. uh, spiritually. I mean right. we we always <clears throat> I think we've always been blessed with a with with a good marriage and. Uh, but the, and, but the deacon thing changes it, doesn't it? it to a it, degree. It, yeah, it it does. I think it takes it to another level mm-hmm. or or another level deeper right. uh, spiritually. Uh, since we were both involved in in those activities in college. We were kind of we were kind of led to that uh, anyway, I think. Mm-hmm. But it just it just enabled us, and especially going through the classes together, yeah. and being able to talk about the topic, the subject, you know, and you know, how, how does that grab you? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, those kind of things really, I think, has 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 brought us to where we are today. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. in our in our different positions. Right. And that's a big shift for a marriage to go from <clears throat> those years raising kids, all those years, and then shift into something like this that's that's very a different deep uh deepness where you have like I said all those years of raising kids, it's very lots of activity, it's lots of focus on them and now you focus mm-hmm. on each other and God. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. even though you probably did that anyway, yeah. but it's just a much deeper focus without the kids in the house. Yeah. 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 Yeah, very cool. Uh, if you just joined us, we're talking to Deacon Pat and Jane Darrington. Uh, okay, so Deacon Pat, you are, as I mentioned, you are a deacon at Holy Spirit Parish in Sioux Falls, mm-hmm. which is, if not currently the largest parish, probably the second largest. I think I think we're number two to St. Michael. I don't know. Uh, we're, yeah, we're, we're pretty close. We're pretty <laughs> so, close. So this is funny because Jane does quite a lot of work over at St. Michael's. So, so there's a little competition here going on, I see. <laughs> he comes home and he said, oh, I registered. And I say, well, I registered. <laughs> That's funny. So, uh, Deacon Pat, what, what are your duties at, uh, Saint, or at Holy Spirit? I almost said St. Michael. <laughs> at Holy Spirit. What, yeah. what do you do yeah. there for us? Well, um, I am uh, of course, I'm a permanent deacon, but I'm on staff as a director of stewardship. Okay. So... Um, what that entails is, uh, you know, working with RCIA, mm-hmm. uh, but also when we did uh, we did a parish priority plan uh, four years ago mm-hmm. now, 
And part of that priority plan was to focus on different uh, religious, adult religious education. Mm -hmm. So being a director of stewardship, uh, that just goes hand in glove with stewardship, discipleship, evangelization. Right. So um, I'm also overseeing the uh, the re adult religious education, okay. which which has grown into a pretty extensive. You know, mm -hmm. we we we're we're in the second year of the Christ Life series, which is okay. a Catholic evangelization series out of the uh, Archdiocese of Baltimore. Um, and we're starting our the, the sharing Christ is the third part, discovering Christ, following Christ, and sharing Christ. And we're starting the sharing Christ um, the Thursday after Ash Wednesday. Okay. We have a little over a hundred parishioners that oh, are wow. signed up for that. So this is very much a missionary discipleship thing. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. You know, the discovering Christ uh, each one is seven weeks with the retreat. And discovering Christ is where you have an opportunity to have an encounter with Jesus, mm -hmm. a personal encounter. Mm -hmm. Following Christ is, okay, once, what do I do with this now? How do I grow with it? Right. So we talk about prayer. We talk about reading scripture and uh, going deeper with that. And then sharing Christ is, okay, now that we have this information, what do we do with it? How mm -hmm. do we talk to other people? Right. You know, right. unfortunately, as, as as Catholics, we've not been we've not been taught that right. over the years, right. and so this is you know. But there's a lot of enthusiasm with the people there. I think once they start going through the series, there's a hunger mm -hmm. that's always been inside right. of us, but it's it's just it's just ignited. Yep. And there's just just a real level of. Uh, of excitement for that. That's great. So is that does that start over again after that last one is done? Right. The the whole intent is to do, you know, three three a, a series a year mm -hmm. and then repeat it. Okay. And then after do it for a couple of years, then the people that have gone through it start bringing others in. Oh, sure. Go outside the That's walls. That's how it should be. That's the way it yeah. should be. You know, the whole purpose was to help us to grow deeper in our relationship with with Jesus. Mm -hmm. But it's also to go outside the walls. Mm -hmm. There's so many people outside that that maybe don't know. Right. And that's what we can we can we can engage them. Yeah, absolutely. In a different way. Absolutely. I didn't even know that existed at Holy Spirit. That's bad. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> and I actually <clears throat> paid. I, I think oh. you, well, I thought I paid attention, but maybe I don't. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I maybe need to read the bulletin more. So that means well, you need to be more out there. Well, we need to be. Okay, well, I'm glad you mentioned that. That's something we can work yeah. on because we're going to be starting the next one later on this yeah. year. Yeah, and I think it's tough for parishes because you only have so many ways to, I mean, obviously one great way is Mass, but you only have so many ways to be able to reach your parishioners Yes. that's not at Mass. Yes. So, because, uh, I mean, most people aren't searching out Catholic social media, let's just be honest, even from the diocese. Your own parish, you probably have more more chance. Than we do. So it is. It's difficult to get the word out, but we have mm -hmm. to keep trying. Yeah. So well, we will. I'll be listening for it. And if I don't hear it again, <laughs> I'm going to let you know. <laughs> I will. I will. I will be sure that you're aware of it. <laughs> okay. Good. Because it sounds great. <laughs> so, um, Deacon Pat, what is the most memorable thing you've done as a deacon? Does anything well, jump to I mind? think I think you know you know baptizing two of our seven grandchildren oh, sure. um, was was really special. Um, I think maybe memorable or rewarding, memorable, kind of the same. I think, I think what it has done uh, for Jane and my relationship uh, is really is really significant, mm -hmm. uh, and is you know is you know I'm just grateful for the opportunity. Yeah. And that's super important because you two are the ones who are supposed to help each other get to heaven. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. The better yeah. you can do that. Exactly. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. Um, so Jane, um, you two, you obviously are good Catholics. You're very faith filled. So over the years, and maybe especially now that uh, you, Pat's a deacon, um, are there ways that you and your family have shared the faith with others? Not <clears throat> saying, oh, you have to be a Catholic, mm-hmm. but um, in recent years, I have learned to, first of all, appreciate God's presence in myself mm-hmm. and God's presence in those that I encounter mm-hmm. and just helping them to very subtly to just know that God is with them. God loves them. Oh, I see you did, you know, whatever. Oh, you have such and such a gift mm-hmm. or, Oh, you make me um, just feel your glow. Mm-hmm. You know, just saying positive things to people is I think the way that I best evangelize. Um, I think that's huge because a lot of people may never hear those things. Yes. Yeah. From anybody else. So that's good. And um, let people know that they are gifted. Mm -hmm. The things that we do are grace filled. Right. You know? And so. I think, no, I think those are, I think those are great things to do. Do you have anything to add? Yeah. Um, no, I think just trying to convey that <clears throat> just how much God loves each one of us yeah, yeah. individually. Sometimes we have a hard time loving ourselves. <laughs> yes. Um, and with, with life events, sometimes we get beaten down and we think, you know, we get discouraged. And just to, to know, you know, just how much he loves us mm-hmm. um, and how we can share that love, right. that concern, that, you know, embrace. And I know that, you know, we try to... You know, we're like we're like most most families. Uh, some of people, you know, some of our children don't go to church. Sure, yep. And it's like, okay, so what do we do? Well, mm-hmm. n- nobody's got the magic bullet, right? But we have ways that we can, you know, kind of chip away at that yes. and maybe scratch a surface and yep. and expose uh, a hunger and fill that hunger with with how we feel and experience God's love. Yep, yep. And to just tell them <clears throat> that He loves us. Yep. Yep, that's the best thing we can do. Plant the seeds and then let God grow yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, we're really out of time. I really wanted to, <laughs> unless Deacon Pat, I really want to know if another man comes to you and wants to be a deacon in like 30 <clears throat> seconds, what would you tell <laughs> okay. him? Um, I think I would say, listen to your heart. Mm-hmm. Listen to your gut. Why do you Why do you sense that you're being called? Mm-hmm. You know, are there areas that you're that you're called to serve in, or is there areas that 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 you can lead others? Mm-hmm. Uh, and just always always be listening. Yeah. Don't discount anything. Just take everything in, and discern and say, what am I sensing? Right. And right. maybe begin begin to to uh, trust your own your instincts that right. are felt well formed. Right. That's great advice. I'm glad I asked you that and we could squeeze it into 30 seconds. <laughs> All right. Thank okay. you guys so much for coming in. People love hearing these stories and uh, thanks for telling yours. You're welcome. Thank You're you. Welcome. All right. Uh, you can find us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at SF Diocese anytime, or you can come to the website for the diocese at sfcatholic.org. That's it for us today. Hope you'll join us again next week for more Catholic Views. Mm-hmm.